Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank my producer for shutting me down yesterday. I was very tired. You know, I've, I've been tired lately because I do work all day. I, I work, you know, from about five this morning to right now. And, but it, something good came from it because I went to, to my Facebook and put a, a dozen videos on there, a vintage. I think you'll enjoy them. And as I was doing them, the, the numbers I could see uh, above, you know, there's a place where you see how many people. It, it went up 10,000 from the morning and the evening. Just every time I, I planted a new one, everything became magical. So may I suggest, if you, enjoy, if you like my lectures, there's some vintage ones, very old. Me doing, you know, all kinds of things with people helping them, helping them to overcome smoking and all kinds of problems I've been solving over the years. And you can see it just on the radio. And then, of course, you, you'll be able to see it uh, do, doing, doing my, my thing in uh, where, you know, in front of people many, many, many years ago. And so I think you'll enjoy that. And I'll, I'll just set that aside now because I think I'm stronger now and I'll be able to answer your questions. And I just want to mention about Robert Darby because I think he's a very wonderful talk show host. I've listened to him just a little bit. But he is a real person, and that's rare in this business, I'm sorry to say. But he's, he gets it, you see. And I watched him today. Uh, for a little while, and um, I think it was a CPAC, whatever they call it. <laughs> I can't always remember. I'm not very political. What was it? CPAC. What What does it stand for? <laughs> it's CPAC. All right. So uh, go to my website. Not my website. It's Facebook, and I think you'll be delight delighted. It will fixate you on that and help you to overcome every problem you can think of. And uh, so I'm going to do something like that this evening. I want to give you the phone number, 800-866-8883. I listened a little bit to his program, Robert Darby, and uh, a gentleman called and says that we were divided by in color, you know, the blacks and the whites that kind of thing. But he he's wrong. Obama didn't do that. He took the he took the the the, the demoralized people on welfare mostly. The, the demoralized useless people and made useful. They weren't born that way, but they they had a way of in the, in the, the cities, especially you know the, the you know the the bad guys. And I just can't think of a bad guy's name for a minute because it's, it's, it's bad to think of things that are bad. The Democrats. There's always the Democrats where, where the problems lie and the problems grow. But Obama rose to the occasion of the need of every race and color and creed and mothered it, so to speak, and emboldened it 
uh, made it feel worthy of their worthlessness. And so, so what we have is a, an, an explosion of broken people. Half the country can't help themselves. Addiction, addicted to welfare, etc., etc. Then you got the. I don't like to be political like this, but it's a point. Then we have the the other part of the country. Thank God, maybe there's more of us than there is of them, but that is also com, com, comprised of the same same kind of thing. They are the they are the good people of every race and color and creed. So you've got two groups of every race and color and creed. One is no damn good, but they can get better if they listen to my programs and nowhere else. And a lot of them do listen, and they become better, thank God. But the others don't need me. And so you need to understand that Obama rose to the occasion of the worst in everybody and encouraged it. And he's sitting there in somewhere in Washington controlling everything, and he ought to be ashamed, but he hasn't got shame. But he's, in, he's behind all the, the shenanigans that are going on. He's quietly doing this, as I have predicted. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, I'm finished with the politics. And now I'm going to help you with your problems. Of every race and color or creed have the same problems. The number to call, 800-866-8883, Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m., West Coast time. Now, we're going to take our first call, Jackie from Alabama. That's where my wife was born, in Alabama. <laughs> All right. I should have avoided that state, really. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Al, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, Roy. Um I can attest that you helped my life. About 25 years ago, I used to come out there. And um, I've been doing fine up until now. Okay. How and old are you? How I, old I have are you? three boys. I'm sorry? How old are you? 75. Oh. So you're kind of a grandma. Yes, I am the grandma, and that's what I'm calling about. All right. I have three sons, and I was blessed with three granddaughters. Yes. But my youngest son, who used to work out there at the at the ranch, um, 
has married a Brazilian girl, and uh, they unfortunately are very liberal. And they called us. We used to go out there for the granddaughter's birthday. She's an only child and very sweet. Of course, I think that. (laughs) But um, she, they called us about a month and a half ago and said that this little beautiful little girl wants to be a boy. How old is she? And she, she, she's 11. And she wants to be uh, called Jack. And she wants to be. And she wants to be what? She wants to be called. Her name is Jack. Jack. She wants to be called Jack. And she wants to be referred to as him. And which was quite a blow to us, but we have talked, and um, yes, we the still trouble is to the go, trouble. The tr- before you go any further, the trouble is. Would do can, that. can can I hold can I hold you back just a second? Uh, yes. You gave me a clue, and it may be yes. very difficult because if both of them are, uh, what, what what how did you say what they Liberal. were liberals. Well, liberals are decent people and do not have those problems. It's, it's beyond that. There's something really, really wrong with that that uh, relationship. And I so, so now, uh, let me let me just ask you a couple of questions because I need the answers to these, and then I can help you. My, I may be able to help you. Okay. I need I need the child really if if I could have a have a have a have her on my radio program, but I need to talk to you first. Um, okay. Could you describe the relationship they have to each other? Do they support each other or do they fight? They fight. And so, who's the winner? The woman. And so. He does Unfortunately, not. that makes me the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, uh, uh, and and so there, there is the problem of identity. It's like post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. When you have a shock, like you have, I'm ex- I can I can explain it by making it bigger than bigger than life. It, it's. It has the name post-traumatic stress disorder, and it has, an, it has another name, which means bringing home the enemy. In other words, there's an identity crisis. The person that went to, into battle is coming home with the enemy, and he is the enemy, even though, in other words, there's something like the enemy that's in him that is, being, is changing his who he is. Right. So. But he's conscious of it because he's fully grown. Um, but since he's seen horrible things and he got very angry and shocked, the shock put itself into him with all wow. the all the trimmings of evil. Wow. See that? And then there's yeah. a vo- then there's a voice inside him that says, "If you don't, if you don't kill yourself, I will I will make you kill." your family. And so what happens is when, when, a, a, the, a, when a, a bus backfires, he reacts to the, the backfiring as if it was a hand grenade or a rifle. 
And the shock brings him right back as if he was right in Vietnam. And so vivid is it that a voice that comes into his head from a strange place, and it says, "If you see, when, that, when you heard that backfiring of that bus, and all of a sudden the scene changed, and you were there in Vietnam, and you were about to shoot, causes him to kill himself. Now, you see, what you have is an identity crisis. He became one of the bad guys, but didn't like it. The no, bad guys no, like it, but he didn't. And he was conflict, conflicted over it, terrible. And he and sacrificed I think he himself. Is now too. I beg your pardon. I said, I believe that he is now too. He is conflicted now too. He he, he I, is he is. Did I describe him? Yes. Like losing a war, going to a war. It's not good. Women are very, very powerful when they when they have a weak man. Right. They're very powerful, and they hate their own power. A lot of them hate their own power, and they're wishing for their husband to say, "Put the fruit down, Eve." But they won't because he he doesn't want to hurt their feelings because otherwise he does he thinks he won't get any pleasure, That's and he's addicted to the pleasure. You see, That's right. see, and so. Well, uh, what what my question is: We have been told now that unless we usually go out there for her birthday, and unless we can call her Jack and him, we should not come. Well, you see, she, what your what what your granddaughter is, he. She, Hates her mother. Yes. And in that hate, she takes in some of her wickedness, the way right. she treats her her father. And the father is weak, so what right. she's what, what she's got the one yes. that is this, that hates her innocence. That's and right. she does not know how to deal with it. On the other hand, she has a father that's weak, and he can't save himself. He has to give in. Right. And damned if he gives in, and damned if he doesn't. And so, but so, what? What your what your daughter, your granddaughter is looking at? He says, "I know the man needs to be strong. I don't want to be like my mother." And I hate my mother, but I love. I want my. I want. I want what my father should be. Right. And she, then she identifies with the father because I think he's more gentle. He is more gentle. Much yes, that's gentle. right. And so she now has to be a, ma a man to help herself because there isn't any other. He's taken on her his identity, even though she's a what? woman. She takes on I his identity do? because she knows a man has the power to overcome the woman in herself. Right. That's all it is. I know I know that. I learned that from you a long time ago. Uh, as, uh, a now, if you, um, as you can understand, I am concerned about estrangement. Um, 
I know. Because the mother says that we shouldn't come out there if we can't call her Jack and him because they have gone to quote unquote counselors and uh, they tell them that yeah. uh, you should go along with this 11 year old. No, it's who, not, not uh, good. Uh, and, and, and I can't swallow it. <laughs> but let me put it this way um, Does she ever listen to radio? Uh, no. Uh, she, my son came I, out I tell you what. I tell you what, okay. listen. Does she, does she visit you without the parents? No, they won't. And the, well, she did last summer, but they aren't going to let that, ha- or the woman is not going to let that happen now. I know that if I could talk to her, not that I would try to uh, belittle her or anything like that, there's enough love between us that she would talk frankly with me, and she would be honest, and she would explain the way she uh, feels. Can you talk to her on the telephone? Uh, no. They only have um, uh, cell phones and speakerphone, and right. I know that they're listening whenever I talk to her, so I'm really stuck. Well, I tell you what. There will come a time, so long as I'm alive, I'm sorry, I didn't understand. I said there will come a time, as long as I'm alive, because I'm getting old. And so I don't know where I'm going to kick the bucket, but I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm going to be on the radio to that day. Yes. Uh, I want to be helpful. And my whole life is dedicated to helping people. And you help me. I I, I appreciate that. There's got to be a time. If you don't, don't get worried. If you worry, you compound the problem more from a distance. I know. It, it's like a heaviness on my heart. Yes, but you do, listen, you need to let that go. Otherwise, okay. the heaviness on the part, heart is a sympathy for the, the, the child. That's right. And an intrusion to the child is like it's none of your business. That's how the child thinks because he's been so manipulated. You see? Uh, so you need to drop that and wait for an opportunity to, for them. It may take a month or six months, but I will be able to talk to her and I will talk her out of it. I'm not sure. I'm quite sure she doesn't like this, the, the, the conflict she has. If I can clear the conflict and reduce her to her natural state, I know how to do that. So... Leave it alone till the cows come home, leaving their whatever is behind them. Okay? There's nothing that you can do right now, but wait for the opportunity. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. We all have, you know, we all have, nearly all of us, the best and the worst. The best struggle with their identity. They do. Men are becoming women. Women are becoming men. Or they're starting to play the roles oppositely. It's not unusual. It, it isn't. It is. It isn't. Um, how can I find a word? It. It isn't a complete. An identity crisis where every the man becomes walks around, but every man has a woman in him, 
and and the, and the evidence of that he gives in to his wife. That is the role of a woman, and the mad woman doesn't like being emboldened that way, because it's an even needs a man to have, a, if I may be spiritual, to have an, a a God-given gift of saying, no, thank you, not tonight, Josephine. I don't care about your sex anymore. I care about you. See? So what the woman really needs is love, not lust, from a man. But when a man is not a man and does not know why he's not a man, and I you can explain. You, I can explain it if you will ask me the answer. Ask me a question to explain it. But the tendency of a man to look to a woman for love and to feel like he's a man is typical and equivalent to exactly like the drug pusher rising to the occasion of the need of a man and a woman who's smoking dope. In other words the cry to fulfillment, and the word is fulfillment, a fool that's filled with the wrong kind of service and into servitude to the service. That's the pusher, and they are the pushover. It's the same thing. In other words, the same thing. It's, it is paradise lost in the man is rising to the occasion of the need, like a woman does to a man, to support him, but in an, in, in a, in an improper way. He's rise, she's rising to the, to, the, to the cause of a man's weakness, where it shows it to be weak. It cannot help but look to the woman to, to make him feel like a man. Now, the reason why he's that way, because it came through the generations, upside down. And I can actually quote the subject to you, the, 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 the part of it. He said, because you've done this thing, dust that art and dust that issues you become, etc., etc., he says, so shall the man leave his mother and become joined to the woman as one flesh. That is upside down down and so man born of woman how else can he come into the world is opposite to the fact that he lost his relationship with God and transferred it his loyalty to the woman who seduced him and the spirit in the woman owned them both and so what you got is a broken woman and a broken man. And the, and the strongest of all is the woman if the man isn't a man. So, it, so the man can become a violent person for his sex because he's addicted to it. And he, she, he takes it away from her because she's, she wants to be a good person and she gets upset, she feels guilty and gives it to him. And the more she gives it to him, the meaner he becomes or the more of a wimpy becomes. And she hates him for that. And the hate makes her scream and yell 
Don't you understand what I need? I need to be, you need to put me, not put me down, just say, don't eat the fruit, Eve. See, don't push me. See, I, please, I can't help myself. I can't help but take you over because you're giving yourself to me and you can't see yourself doing it. See that? And that's in a woman. And so, see, when a man is born of woman, the very, the very moment, practically, he is born to this woman, he, he the child, the boy child, is identified. He is, he is, she is, she implants her nature in the boy. But the way that's remedied is if the man isn't looking for the for support from the woman, as a child needs the support from the woman to suckle him. See, see, see. But that's not love. Actually, it's a duty. But you see, they're both. The man who has born of woman and subject to the woman because of his father failed. And so, therefore, he got angry and they get divorced or died. Or he gets angry and he gives in and he leaves his life in energy to the woman and emboldens her. So everything becomes twisted. So most men are part man, part woman, and they, and and so and, and every woman is part woman and part man, and so they're actually both exchanging relationships and and, and the ways of life. They have identity; they have crisscross identities, both of them. And pretty soon, a woman can become completely like a man, and a man can become almost completely like a woman to the point where he needs an operation, et cetera, et cetera, and I don't have to go any further. But it doesn't happen, as thank God. It costs a lot of money, and nobody wants to really do that. But, to put, but all men are feminine, and to overcome the femininity, they, be, they become violent. That makes them more like a man, so they think. But it's more like an animal. And the woman becomes more of a woman by giving in. And so it, well, either way, whatever it works, whether she's in power or he's in power, he's in power as a bully and she's in power as a bully and he's the wimp. But both of it is wrong. There's no future to that. Nothing. And there's no point in divorce because it's going to happen all over again. So a man can run from one woman to another thinking that he's going to escape a woman. He can't. He's addicted. He has no, but he's no longer caring for his kids, and all he wants is sex and fun. And he, and he, he uses women and walks away, and, and women become prostitutes and you know, giving her themselves when they, and they have a five or six men. For, you, it's, it's not uncommon. It's perversion. But you need to understand the nature of perversion. It all starts with paradise lost. The order was God over man, over woman, over the children. And that works. That is a perfect... So therefore, if you have a man 
And he wasn't born of a woman. He was born off the earth, so to speak. And in, in, it may be just a, a, a way of saying it, but man was told not to eat of the fr- fruit of good and evil, right? Now, you see, the word good and evil is intellectual. It's not spiritual. And so if you go to church and you learn all about Jesus, all you are, all you are basically, you're not really a Christian, but you're getting somewhere closer to it, but you're not a Christian until you have a relationship with your wife, sir, that has a quality to it that you don't worry about what she does for you, whether she gives you breakfast or whether she gives you sex. When she does something out of the ordinary, you politely say, excuse me, put that down. You cannot do this. And then she screams and you stay calm and you stay calm and then she calls all kinds of names and you stay calm and after a while she sobs around and says, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm glad you didn't get mad at me and give in to me. But the trouble is, because that doesn't happen and because a man is born of woman and then inherits the woman because the, uh, the father wasn't a father, That is the reason why it goes from generation to generation. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, do I just have some more to say? I've got another half an hour if you want to call me. 800-866-8883. And so I have a book that I have not I have not published it or pushed it for 30 years and it has to do with what I just said and uh, let me see what the name of it is I forgot the name hold hold, hold your hold your horses well, hold your horses. Hold your... I'll be... Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. How to Conquer Suffering Without Doctors. It was such a strong book. I sort of thought twice about... Uh, even though I've got 10,000 copies of it. It sits there. I think it's time for me to push it. Anyway, so I'll... I will read a little bit of it and then ad lib it during the last half half an hour. And if you want me to do another hour, then you fill my program with callers, 800-866-8883. And so there's a forward, and then the the first chapter is, Are You Being Drained? Whoa. Yes. And the second one is Sex and the Cancer personality. See, they connect to each other. Cancer is human vampirism. Animal magnetism, woman's power over men, is the result of that. I've just added a few words. And five, friends, the smiling killers, their enablers. See that? Keeping everything alive. 
Man is man's animal love, the shocking truth. Lust, violence, and exquisite torture. 8. Regeneration and generation. And number 9. Revealing the subhuman man. 10. Motive, motivation, and salvation. Page 165. And how to, how to believe and have faith. Page 184. How to make good decisions at last. Now there's a forward, and I'm not going to talk, read the forward, but I'm going to go forward and try to make it more gentle because it, this material is very strong. <clears throat> and it starts off like this. A gradual depletion of life force is the root of all suffering. This illusion of life that leads to death was emotionally displaced soon after the day you came into the world. The gradual innovation of divine energy is the result of a spiritual separation from the ground of our being and substituted by a compulsive emotional loyalty to the seducer's identity. That is everything I said put together in the first half an hour. Listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. Yes, with respect to what was said to the caller just a little while, with the child wanting to be a boy, a little girl wants to be a boy, I explained it pretty well, and psychiatry cannot do it, but I can. Anyway, let me take this a little bit further. I don't like to read my books, but this one has, it's been in the barn there, nice and clean. And I just want to read you something of it, if you don't mind. I, 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 I did an ad lib with the first caller, and this leads me to why I need to, how to conquer suffering without doctors. How to, you don't need the doctors because they don't know. They haven't got any slightest bit of understanding, they will, if they they will take this problem a child that a girl that wants to be a boy and a boy that wants to be a girl, and they and they operate them and they treat them that way as it was natural and it's not. Shame on them, but you, you know, they go to school, and they learn, and they have knowledge of good and knowledge of evil, but they haven't and haven't got. Uh, Foggiest idea what evil is and the evil they're doing, cutting off a person's part and making them into a girl or what. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense and to and curse on those people who do that to people. And I know that you can't give in to that. I know somebody will sooner or later because there's money in it, but no, but no, but no graciousness in it. 
But anyway, it works. What I'm just talking about is identity, and it works like this. And this is basic. Your seducer upsets you for no good reason, and then clones, imprints a loyal copy of them into you. And of course, they have been been treated that way, so they do to you what was done to them, and it goes like that forever. You then unconsciously give up the intuitive life force that once served God when you came into the world. You see? But then, when you get upset, and when your parents get irritated, and and get jealous, or feel secure to vent on your innocent kids, which is basically how bullies work. A mother bully, a father bully, will always take somebody who's weaker than themselves, especially little children. And the teacher does it, the parents do it, and they lose their temper. But dad, my dad, I didn't do it. I didn't. Yes, you did, you did so-and-so, and you really didn't do it, but they're not going to have it. They're going to make you think that you did. And see, you begin to rebel. That's one way. And uh, and you get an identity of a bully. Yeah. And that's my, my iPhone talking to me. Anyway, so you see, you'll be imprinted. And the imprint separates you from God, from the intuition, from your unfolding like a flower, to be able to have a life that is every moment is is clear to see how you should act but not react act but not react and that always will be in other words as long as you are subject to your creator you have no sense of worry no fear no emotions just a wonder an awareness Existing. The existence is, my goodness, is life. The animal has an existence, but it doesn't have an, an, an intuitive existence. In other words, it can't wonder. It can't reach out to God and say, what, is, what do you want me to be? Do you want me to make airplanes? Do you want me to be a carpenter? What do you want me to be? You see, what is my purpose? And if you don't worry about it, if you don't struggle, but you will struggle if you lose the beginning. As you come into the world, you heard me say it before, when you come into the world, you come into the world who's part man, a woman, who's part man and part woman. And then you have a husband who's part woman and part man, to varying degrees. And the part and the part the man plays can be very serious. See, it could be serious enough that he. Uh, hold, Greg. I, I just, just hold a second. I'll just finish here, so I want to make it nice and clean. So, the generations go that way. So. So that the genesis—I've lost the, the thought. I want to take the call, but you—you you see the point, basically. I do hope you, because I—I'm trying to con- compress it just a little bit to talk to 
Greg, and I don't want to keep him waiting. But the tendency is that man born of woman is subject to the woman. But she doesn't want history. Deep down inside, she wants somebody to be strong. Not wrong, not a wrong strong, but a gentle strong that has virtue in it. See, in other words, no anger. And no, appease me, love me, make me feel like a man. See? Or be a bully. But if, if a man understands what a woman needs he leaves her he doesn't he doesn't have sex he doesn't he leave his wife alone for a while and recognize that he needs to speak up to his wife and she might get angry and upset because she has become more like him and he's become more like her and all of a sudden he's he's found grace and that grace has authority over the dark side but he has to have the grace, otherwise he has to use emotions. He has to love or he has to hate the woman. Love her means appease her to get to make him her love him and, and support him and make him feel like a man when he's not. He's left the man, he's more of a woman. Do you see where I'm going with this? And I do recommend you get the, that book, How to Conquer Sickness Without... You know, how to conquer? I forget. I forget, I forget my own book because I, <laughs> I haven't got it in front of me, and I haven't talked about it for God knows how many years. Anyway, I'm going to go to Greg. If you want to call my office, eight hundred eight six six eighty eight eighty eight eighty eight eighty three eight hundred eight six six eighty eight eighty three. Greg, hello, oh boy, what can I do for you? Yes, Roy. Um, um, first, I want to say that. Um Okay, this is going to be very hard to explain, but, but not to you. It's not going to be, okay? I just want to say a few things about me. I'm yes. 62, and I have not been on substance abuse for well over, like, 24 years. And, 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 I'm, and um, I'm doing good, and I meditate. I want to tell you something that's very true. I could perform magic, and it's not, not a wizard, but what, here's what I want to say to you after, after I tell you a few things. I could perform. Well, give, give me an example of what the magic is. How, how recent? In six months or ten years? No, just pick something. In the last six, six months, I've been able to, when I get a, a little hostile, I can actually make someone either stop talking or... Oh, you mean talking. to say, you mean to say, you, did you say you, when you get angry or something? Yes. Yeah, but angry. When you get angry, you're a wicked guy, okay. it, because anger is hypnot. If you produce, if you really have found the power of anger, and you can in, and 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 upset a person with it, he will become hypnot hypnotized, and you will be able to do anything you want with him. I do not rec. I do not recommend you go any further before you destroy yourself and and the people that you. Think you're helping? Am, am I'm a prof- I, I'm a professional hypnotist. I'm almost ninety at eighty nine. I gave that up fifty years ago. I, I would say, I've known you. I've, I've heard you for many years. I know your ability. I've heard you many times. I, I know, but I have a magic that's different, if, and if it I has. I don't. 
want to ask you, because I know you, I, I consider you a master, master of human resource. You're a master, and I respect you a lot. I am probably not going to stop what I could do. Am I destined, in your opinion, for hell? No, for hell. Am I destined for hell? Yes, because that is magic, because it is amazing. Let me put it this way, and this is what I reckon, I can tell you. I'm 18 okay. years old. I'm in the military, uh-huh. okay? and I, I'm so good at hypnosis because I, the interested made me interested was Hitler, and I thought to myself, how does one man take a democratic country and turn them into wolves and murderers and killers and the rest the supporters of that? I had to know. To this day, nobody knows what it is, but I do. And so I looked to hypnosis to see what that was. And what it was is to be stronger and, I mean, stronger, really strong than the other person, and the other person will respond and give themselves to you, like a bully. You don't have to be a bully, but you have to be super confident, but, but not, not a good confidence, a bad confidence that is eating the life of the person he is uh, uh, beating, see, demoralizing, upsetting, see, and, so, and making them give themselves to you. And that is dangerous. And, and so I, one day I'm sitting in the pub in the barracks. It was in the, within the barracks somewhere. And my, my mate, one of my friends there, I did, I did demonstrations of hypnosis there. I, I had a wonderful time, but, it, you know, it was a learning curve. So he, we're sitting there at the bar. I don't drink. But he sit there, but I just drink my lemonade or whatever it is. And he has the mug. And he says to me, Roy, how do you do all these things? You see, he sees me doing these things. I didn't have to clean my rifle. I didn't have to clean my shoes. I got everybody to do everything. It's not good. This is not good. But it was fun, you see, in, in, in a sense. But it was not good. Because if I'd have carried it on, I'd be, I'd be a very bad person. I would have been in tremendous conflict. And, and that's not good. I don't, I'm not the kind of person. I, I thank God I had intuition, and it slowly but surely dawned on me that people are already hypnotized, or you have to opt in and, play, and be the person. In other words, they have already been hypnotized by the cruelty of their family. Let's assume, assume it's the family. And so, so anyone that gives in will give in to, to anyone who de- de- deals with them the same as the family did, and they can't say no. Never again can they say no. And the other one, the, the one that's a rebel will, will become one of them to become a bully and make people do other things, and, and so people can't say no to him either. So this is a sickness. Doing unto others what was done unto you is a sickness. So what I'm trying to say, I, he said to me, I said, you, he says, can you hypnotize me? I, he says, I, 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 thank you very much. I'm talking to Greg. 
Let me finish this, and I, then I'll make some commercials for myself. Um, Greg, are you still there, old boy? Yes, I'm right here. Okay, so this is how I, I learned it. It's called waking hypnosis, meaning I'm strong enough and bold enough to uh, upset a person just by being stronger and making that person doubt just by my presence. So he says, how do you do this? Can you hypnotize me? I said, you're already hypnotized, which that's everyone in my, in my platoon was, including the sergeant. He was a corporal uh, acting as a sergeant, uh, you know. Um, anyway, so I said, you're already hypnotized. You've been hypnotized all your life. You're not who you think you are. He says, I'm not hypnotized. I said, yes, you are. I said, what, you, what are you drinking there? He says, a beer. I says, Did you, were you able to lift it up? He says, yes. I says, now you can't. And he says, yes, I can. I said, well, see, try to pick the, the, your cup up, your, your mug up. He couldn't. He said, how did you do this? I said, because I'm in control of you. See, in other words, you're not you. If you were you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't obey me. If you were the real you, but you're the product of a, someone who's pushed you all your life. And so I grew to understand how to, to help my, fellow, my countrymen. But every now and then, I will use it and take somebody down if they have to. I hear it. That's all I'm saying. I'm finished. I would suggest you drop what you do and find a different way. Find God, and when you find Him, you have a different kind of authority and talk gently to people. And no, no shocks or, or extensions of energy, of anger, of frustration. If you can find that way that takes away your anger and your and your unhealthy power that you get from upsetting people. If you can do that, then you can bring people back to paradise. Listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. Oh, the program number is 8944 if you want to get a copy, but you can always hear it. Um, uh, it goes, it will be going over and over again until next, well, over the weekend. So you have lots of, lots of opportunities to listen to it again. But it goes like this. How to Conquer Suffering Without Doctors. So I learned how to do this, but I had to explain to the person what was wrong. You can't help a person by being nice. You have to be firm and gentle. And you have to have a certain authority that helps them to see the fault, but most people don't want to see their faults. Most of you don't like to see your faults. You won't call me because you're scared. 
It's true. You don't like to admit you're wrong. Anyway, it works like this. Your seducer upsets you for no good reason and clones a loyal copy of them into you. This is what I'm reading. I wasn't reading before. I'm ad-libbing. But I have to tell you that this is what I've written. And that was 30 years, 30, 40 years ago. And I didn't sell anymore because it's too scary. You then unconsciously give up the intuitive life force. Yes, that's it. That once served God with the emotional energy of an animal. See, let me say that again. You then unconsciously give up the intuitive life force that once served God with the emotional energy of an animal. In other words, the emotional energy of an animal robs you. It, it gives you a different identity, so you become a different person, and now that which has corrupted you is now you look to that person for approval because you have been born of the bully. You've been born. The seed has been planted, the cruelty, and therefore, and, the, and your conscience bothers you, and therefore anxiousness and insecurity is, is God following you all the way to the grave, hoping he will catch you up. Okay. The seducer spirit then lives off your spirit emotionally dying to them. That's where, where, where um, cancer is. I'll say it again. The seducer spirit then lives off your spirit as you emotionally die to them. You're giving up your life force, your immune system. Irritation, irritation, giving up something. See, and he sucks it in, and he grows and grows ugly and black and dark inside, and you die from a disease, and they try to cure you. And it could be the doctor that's doing it, <laughs> making you worse, and finishing you off by promising what he doesn't intend to deliver. They stress you with emotional delusions of worth, worthless worth. You see how I said that? The doctor is kind, in a manner of speaking. Doesn't really know isn't what kind really is, but he, he has a, a sort of form of it, like lust is not love. So kind is not the same thing. There's two kinds of kinds, two kinds of kinds. And so one is gives you a good feeling, and the other one... If you don't get a good feeling, the doctor needs to go to good feeling when he's doing work. But he shouldn't have a good feeling because it's building his ego and makes him more and more dependent on, his, uh, on the people that come to him for help. But he doesn't help them. He gives them medicine. He doesn't know how to help them. You see, that's why I call my book How to Conquer Suffering Without Doctors because they actually make you worse and make you more dependent on medicine. You just look at the look at your TV every day. It's 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 they got they got a cure for everything. It's only the symptoms that's being cured. Only the symptoms. You live longer, 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 longer. And if you could live to a good old age of hundred years, you you haven't you 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 you've died having never really lived. The purpose is missing. All hell is for you. So, 
They stress, stress you with emotional, emotional delusions of worthlessness or worthless worth. That's what I call it. As if perfecting the imperfect self. Such people live, millions of people live like that. They live through your frustrations. And each sickness is, comes along, each, each trial and tribulation, every accident that doesn't need to happen because you hardly know where you're going after a while because you've lost intuition and your, your frustration is blinding you. Such people live through your frustrations, as I said, and frustration being tantamount to payment by way of more depletion of your life force. That means you're, that's cancer. That's cancer growing. It, it, it's certainly slowly taking away your, uh, your, your life. So, slowly but surely, you become less than an animal in conflict, trailing a, a potential of being a human. People grow on you like a fungal cancer. They also can get you under your skin and masquerade as your identity. That is that we all think what we are ourselves. But we, none of us, nearly every person listening to me is in a hypnotic state. You're, you didn't grow from the child that was innocent. You never grew from what was in. You grew for, like an animal in conflict with that intuition, and the intuition follows you all the way to the grave because it's trying to say, it's the wrong way, my friend. See, It's my wrong way, my son or my little daughter. It's the wrong way. You don't need all those emotions. You, don't, you can just you see where I'm going with this. I do hope so. And so we have those books but they're not on Amazon. We only have them in our, in our backyard. <laughs> Excuse me, put it that way. It's Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon 97528. Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon 975. Yes, and the number of... The number you call is 800-877-3227. may have a busy signal where you wouldn't otherwise. So, let me see. Then, the, then you, you could try. Oh, by the way, let me support my program, would you please? If you can do that, see, I want, I want, I want. I want to help people who can't afford it. And when I leave this earth, I want to leave my work behind so everybody can have access to it for free and the good people will be gracious enough to, you know, to give a donation to the foundation so we can continue helping the whole world. The whole world needs this of every grace and color and creed. 